<laughs> All right. I pray any forces that be ease me there. Give me a little half over there to get through, you know what I mean? Good night, good night. Well, don't even say goodnight because I try not to time it because it might be morning. Some places that people listening, some people might be listening to it during the day. So, but so, fellas, kings, queens, yeah, I want to stop saying fellas, right? Because, I mean, when I say fellas, I know it's generalizing, but kings and queens because that's what we are. Adjust my people as what they are. What's the vibe? How are you guys doing? Hope you guys been well. I said, um, oh, last podcast, we cut last episode. I still do that. How am I 11? Welcome to episode 11 of my podcast, Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Christina. Thank you. I always appreciate new listeners. If you've been here for a while, episode one, episode two, episode three, wherever you joined in, if you've been here from before this episode, hello, as usual, what's up? How are you guys doing? Right. I was saying I can't believe that I'm at episode 11 and still calling episodes whole podcast. It kind of pees me a little bit and I actually need to get it together. Anyway, what's up? The last episode cut at the end because I got scared. So remember, I only have I'm using my desktop because my phone is destroyed. So. It only gives me like 30 minutes, right? So on the last episode, it came down to like 28 minutes or something. And I thought it just stopped recording, so I stopped talking. So I'm going to be on point with my shit today. <laughs> Make sure I get what I want to say today in my um, time slot. I was hoping that these dogs would relax. Like, I love dog people, right? I understand how y'all can be dog people. But because I'm a cat person, but I really, how do y'all really exist without consistent barking? Like at some point in time, I know it'd be different because I know they're guard dogs and whatnot, but how that persistent barking and consistent nonstop barking, that does get to me sometimes. So them is just on the street dogs. I just be keeping the word a night. So I was like, I got to do my episode later that I got to wait till like 11 o'clock or so, you know. But then I was like, nah, because I can get tired and then I can go to sleep. So I was like, I want to do episode notice, you know. Just excuse the dogs if they got a little episode, right? If they get a little freak out in the streets. But yeah, uh, shout out, shout out, shout out. Sorry about the previous episode, moving into this episode. This episode is titled Fluidity. Today is actually one of my more structured episodes. And it's something like everything that I do that I find has been working in my life. So I would express it to see, obviously put it out there if to see if it will help others. So today's episode is titled Fluidity because I feel like it's been a very important aspect in my life right now. But before we get too into that diary entry, I just want to do a couple of shout outs. I don't know if y'all can hear in the more mellow, monotone voice, but I'm extremely high. Solely because, right? So here's your I just, I just, I just plan, when I have planned podcasts, right? When the episodes, when certain things pop up in my head and what's not, I would like write them down, I jot them down or whatever. Because I try not to write too much because I, I really, sometimes when I think about it, I don't want to write it down because in that moment, the thoughts are so authentic. I tend to then, if I feel like I'm regurgitating it, it feels like it's not real. So I try not to jot on too many points, but I do jot on points for some of my episodes like this one. So I, why did I start saying that? 
because I'm high. And I only was I only remember it starts so because I was like, I only forget what I say when I high. So yeah, when I plan in the episodes, I just smoke a split. But then obviously when I smoke, when I do the podcast, I be smoking again too. So I literally just I I finish a split while rolling the split for the podcast. So I can be a, on a scale of one to ten, I can probably be at eight point five. No, nearing nine to the end because I know start this split too. Moving forward. So yeah, today's uh, episode is set of fluidity, but I wanted to do shout outs before I started because when I woke up today specifically, as I mentioned, shout out to Brian and shout out to everyone that listens to me and gives me feedback. That's who the initial shout out I wanted to start with because I also saw a rating on my um I didn't see it before and I was gonna write down the person's name that did the rating I showed them out because I'll do the next episode. I really appreciate that. So when I saw that today obviously because like I don't have my phone like I said so that I don't I don't really have a platform to to disseminate my my episodes on because I will usually post it on my WhatsApp status or post it on Snapchat or post it on Instagram but I can't post from Instagram on my um desktop and I can't don't I don't think I could download Snapchat on my desktop that's not important but the point is I still to see that I still have listeners even though I don't have anything to post it on meaning like people actually come to look for my episodes it really touched me and it really continued to inspire me to do what I do which is leading into my next shout out and some advice that I want to give to anybody that has started anything or any entrepreneur that just does anything, whether it's a blog, whether no matter what it is, like no matter what it is that you have put your creative thoughts into, or even if you've started a seed in that process, I just really want to encourage you to push. It's so funny as we listening to people telling me this, and I know that saying is somebody that's going to hear it and relate to it, but you really and truthfully need to push and continue to do what you do. I understand don't, if you're doing something because you love it and you genuinely have a passion for it and you want it to flourish and it's good. It doesn't matter quantity, but the quality of people that come, right? The quality of people that come. Yeah, then I got the fast car people that jump on the side, but it's the quality of people that come. So no matter how many listeners come, even if it's one listener, right? I will still post because that's one person that I'm having a conversation with. That's somebody that I'm reaching out to. That's somebody I might be able to touch, right? So I wanted to shout out to the small business and entrepreneurs. You guys are amazing. And you, you, even if your business hasn't gotten off the ground yet, even if it's a year into it, I realized something as well because I've just been doing some studies on the entrepreneurship in Barbados, right? And um, some businesses like started really strong. But then, like, I find after two or three years, they just, like, disappeared off the map. Um, and I would like to have a conversation with that about what happened, you understand? Because one thing I learned at school and being in this system <laughs> is that, like, you really, when you when you plan something and you think things through, and this is not to say that you didn't, right? This is just to say, like, this is how I'm adjusting it to my life and understanding it for myself. But when you plan something... Like you, you try to plan your hardest for longevity and you try to plan for as many situations as possible, which we're going to get into more about being fluid. But right. So in terms of just entrepreneurship, I just was wondering, I was, I would just like to have a sit down with people that have experienced that and just have like a, a bounce off the walls of what happens. So we know how to, to, for people who are coming into entrepreneurship, know, you know, how to tell them about this is what I experienced a year down the line because people don't show entrepreneurship at the beginning and show when it's great. Yeah, but I feel like people don't really show 
a year down the line, two years down the line, when they start to really experience certain trials, I feel like you got to speak about that equally as well, because I think that will really help educate people now that are coming into wanting to be entrepreneurs, especially young people, right? So yeah, shout out to them, shout out to the entrepreneurs. And lastly, I want to holistically just shout out my audience, man. Again, I just really woke up with a lot of love in my heart for you guys when I saw that. And just continue to see that y'all choose to be here and choose to listen to my high ass talking heap of ass. So <laughs> now I know it's taught some uh, I know eventually it's taught some sensible shit, right? But um I wouldn't have this without you guys. You understand? Like a podcast is what it is because of the listeners are not you just be talking to yourself. I find that be normal too because in a way I find I do this as well because it's out there so like my kids can listen to it in the future and and grow with me because something I was thinking about before is like my first cheese on breakfast but right so but my first I was like when I look back and I look at my episodes I started this podcast in 2018 and I've never really gone back to listen to my first episode but I know the essence of my first episode and I could just hear the like greenness in my voice and the just the freshness in my voice I just remember the essence and mood I was in for that episode and um I just <laughs> I just know that my kids will be able to like listen back and watch that growth and hear that growth and hear me at different phases in my life and be able to re to like genuinely relate with me at certain points, you understand? Because I plan I don't plan to give them a podcast. So let's say I do this podcast for the next 25 years, right? Like I do think that my kids will be able to come back and listen to me now at 25 and be like, yo, my mom went through that at 25. My kids, that I do, we will have a conversation about smoking at that point in time. However, but um, I right, I just say all that to say, but it's a legacy I can leave for my kids, and that's why I continue to do it as well. It ma- that makes me happy. So, getting into today's diary entry that I titled "Fluidity," I feel like it's really important that we remain fluid with life because I have come to realize that a lot of the challenges and emotional roller coasters that we experience are usually tied into the fact that we are actually creating a friction with life when we choose in a way to not be fluid and choose to create our own path. So regardless of like what you believe in or whatever your truth is, I do believe that a path has been created for us, right? And that you, each and everybody has their journey and you know that. So I feel like Regardless of, again, what your truth is, like there's a plan for that path. That path is out there. Regardless if you believe that or not, I genuinely believe there's a plan for each and every single one of us out there. And um, I feel like when life is kind of showing us what this path is, but like we tend to, in a way, like not really reject it. And again, get into how, how, we, how I mean by like not being fluid with life, right? Because at the end of the day, you've got free will and you can make your own decisions and your own choices for how you want your life to go, right? But again, that I feel like that ties in with understanding still that life, you have to be fluid with the way in which life is still happening as well because you can have all the plans that you intend to make. You can make all your fucking plans in the world. You can sit on a whole book on plans, you understand? You can do the biggest vision board. And I say that because I experienced it. Again, I want y'all to remember that everything I speak on is because I speak from my experiences. I didn't go and read this in a book and say, okay, I can put this for my podcast. Or I didn't go and watch a video and say, all right, this is the content I can put on my podcast. These are real life things I experienced. So I like, oh no, I'm looking at my vision board. 
and people make a joke and say that COVID was not on their vision board, but COVID was not on my vision board. <laughs> like, this bitch is nowhere present. And I feel like I mentioned that a couple episodes ago too, you understand? And again, that helped me realize COVID is the, COVID-19 is the biggest example of why we need to be fluid with life, right? In the sense that it's not like you can't have plans for your life, but as you see, it sometimes takes a completely different direction than you intended, right? I had I, I didn't really intend to break up completely like that, but you understand? So I want to speak on how we should be more actively aware of making decisions to be more fluid with life because I, I feel like it, it lessens problems and friction that we experience. So, like, for example, I when I first came to Trinidad, um, I had all intentions. And if I should have done this ever since, but if this is your first episode, I usually do this as a brief because I don't like to say certain things that people just don't know, like, general things. So, generally, I study in Trinidad. I'm still here. I didn't go home for COVID. Um, when the flights were open and I'm waiting for the borders to open to go home now. But, right. So... Pretending to that, when I first came to school here, I had all intentions of staying in Trinidad, living in Trinidad, and working in Trinidad, right? Even after school, going into my career here. But then after COVID hit, like literally, oh, this was the plan for the past five years. Five, I took a year off school, so technically four years. But for all the time I've been in Trinidad, this has been the plan up to this semester, right? And then COVID hit, and because of the type of plans that I had, COVID, like for most people, COVID didn't just impact the present, right? COVID actually has impacted the next probably three to five years, right? So sorry if you hear that gulp there. I just don't, like when I listen back for, for things, I, I hate to hear myself gulping. Anyway, 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 I can work on that. I ain't got a straw, but I got a metal straw. Moving forward. So COVID impacted the next two to three years. So the way in which my have my plans set up. <laughs> That kind of went left, right? I was like, mm, mm-mm. That didn't really work out the way I expected it to. So from that and in the developments of being here, in the initial stages of COVID, so I can show you how fluid I had to be or not, I would have actually lost my fucking mind. So in the initial stages of COVID, I realized that I would not be living in Trinidad anymore and I had to completely shift that. Now, that was kind of hard for me because, again, I planned the next five years of my life based on the past five years of my life. And my plans did not include going back to Barbados at all. So that was hard for me to accept at first because I was like, what the hell, man? Come on, man. The Russell. Anyway, so I, because of, this is where I started to experience telling myself, no, okay, I have to be a bit more fluid and understand that life is probably showing me something right so stop being so hell-bent on the plans that I have and to just see what it is that life is showing me which no I'm glad for but we're going to take these steps into showing you how I got here so initially I was like all right um fuck it fuck it I can go home so then I decided to go home and I was like, cool, we're going home. I mentally disconnect, emotionally disconnect to everything here. And I was like, cool. 
So then like three to five weeks later, maximum, I guess, calling borders shut. You can't like shut, shut, like everything locked down. I was like, fuck, what? So then I was talking to my mom, who's always been an avid um, supporter of me, not of me flying the nest, you understand? Like to the point where, so another background, my whole, we lost our house to a fire in 2014 and the house that we moved into, I'll do an episode on that right away and how I recovered from that. But the house that we moved into in St. Thomas in the country, it only has two bedrooms, three bedrooms, right? Three bedrooms and a bathroom, right? So when I come home for summers, I share a room with my 18-year-old brother, Alex. Absolutely amazing experience. It caused us to be best friends. As a joint best friends with both my brothers, but it really grew our relationship and I love it so much. So, but now that I'm coming back, well, so backtrack to, so now that I was going home, plans had to be instilled on what's not for me to obviously like find my own place and what's not because there's a grown woman and stuff, right? So then it was getting into all that thought, and then all these borders fucking lock your cunt. And I was like, what the fuck? So then my mom was talking to me, right? This is where we were at. So my mom was talking to me, and she was saying, you know, Christina, you got to understand the plan that you have for your life and this flying the nest mentality that you have in terms of living overseas and everything. You have to understand that this is just an example of something that you might experience in the future. So if we had to go through something else again, I need to understand that I would not always be able to fly home. You understand? And even grow to understand that home now is where I am because I'm a young woman now. I'm starting to create my own life. So technically, we say all that to say she was just saying, you know, I have to probably see Trinidad as home. Back to where we were at the beginning. I mean, like we was there before. Like, no, you're telling me I gotta come back and reaccept that I have to be in this place after I have just accepted that I have to leave. So I was like, geez, all right. <laughs> so geez on bread is a bit saying for like OGs oh, are come on. So I was like, come on, geez on bread. So I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. If you're a Brooklyn 99 fan, <laughs> I was like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, relax. Or even Ahmed. I think Ahmed came up with that first. A community. If y'all watch Community, even I, Denzel introduced me Community into to Community, and I was watching Community before it was on Netflix. Okay. So I think Ahmed was actually the first person I got that from because I know Jake says it on Brooklyn and name, but I think Ahmed was the person I got that from first in Community. But anyway, so I was like, all right, cool. You know what? We're back here. We're back in Trinidad. I started to recreate my life here in my head again because I had disconnected from like football because I coach football here. I disconnected from that. I was like, all right, reconnect with that, reconnect, seeing the possibilities again. Not necessarily in terms of back the plans I had initially, but just, you know, new plans of being here, living here. Am I going to stay in this apartment? Am I going to move? So I got back to that point, right? And then, so again, we tried to be fluid because I felt like if I, if each and every single time I had that, this, each, that each situation arose that I did not at least, because there's a level of acceptance to, I guess, because when I was planning out and I was writing what fluidity meant and examples of fluidity, I realized in order to be fluid, there's a level of acceptance that has to come with these situations that arise in life. So that's why I feel like I came to a point where I just had like a good level of acceptance now with everything that came because I realized that if I was not fluid with each, I felt like every day there was a point in time for two weeks that every day I wake up, my life was different. 
because like the diff- different information would come arise every day. So like information would come out one day, Trinidad is locked down for the next three months. But then like two days later, it's like, okay, well, we're in a green zone now. So you might be able to go home in a month. Like, you know, it's just been so much back and forth, so much information, so much change, so much change consistent there's been so much change in this period of time not just for me but for all of us so that's why I felt like I wanted to do this episode on how important it is for us to be accepting and fluid with this change or now we will lose our minds I'm telling you we need to let go of a lot of the thoughts and plans that we've had for our life and not necessarily I say let go and go be a paro or a vagrant and not have any structure right I always tell myself you know I can at least have a skeleton for my life an idea of where I will want it to go but still understand and realize that I have to be fluid with these situations. Because like, I don't even have to say this hard enough for y'all to realize. Like, Y'all have living proof to see that COVID is a perfect example of your life could literally change in a day, in a week. Countries change, states in a week. Like, I know this was gradually happening for a while, yes. And I wanted to correct myself because I said previously in the last episode that we were coming to the end of COVID in a way, but we're really not. And in a way, I feel like I'm slightly disconnected because I'm in the Caribbean and certain parts of the Caribbean, especially here in Trinidad. <clears throat> and the, the personal experience with COVID that I'm having, because I mean, even though people are in the Caribbean, they're still losing family members. They're still having these experiences. So because of my personal experience with this entire COVID experience or situation, I am a bit disconnected to certain levels of seriousness. So that's why I wanted to correct myself. And that's why I listen back to some of my episodes, because I do realize that sometimes in the flow of talking, I may need to really correct myself on certain things. And I felt like it could have been a bit insensitive to people that are still in the heights of COVID, like New York. So that's why I just wanted to correct that and say that we're not actually coming to the end of COVID-19 at this point in time. However, yes, we can say that places are opening and businesses are opening and we're still trying to be cautious with these restrictions, right? But because of this and because of COVID being a perfect example of how we need to just be a little accepting with change, because it happens so rapidly. It happens so rapidly. So I felt like this was the perfect episode to do because I lived it, I experienced it, and I can say, you know, it's a really good feeling because it takes away from a lot of worry and the stress that you feel a lot of the um, unnecessary anxiety that you feel for your life, right? And to just trust that it will genuinely all work out if you just continue to follow, like... Because, I mean, again, I'm not saying that you don't have a plan for your life, right? But let's say you have this, this particular plan and you realize, okay, life is showing me not that this plan can't come to fruition, but maybe not in this country, for my example, or maybe not in this way, or maybe not with this person, or maybe not in this job, maybe not in this house, maybe not in this marriage, maybe not in this church, right? So that's why I just feel like it's a step. So I'm not telling you that you have to wake up tomorrow. I feel great. I feel like it's <laughs> sidebar. I tell myself, a way to, to kind of get your mind into it is instead of waking up and saying, well, okay, what do I have planned today? Wake up and say, well, okay, what does life have planned for me today? 
Because I realize sometimes you don't ever realize that you wake up and have a plan for your day and it just goes completely left. So you just get to a point where you wake up and be like, all right, look, what are we doing today? What are we really doing today? Let me know. I, I get work on time today. You point traffic in the street today. Let me know. Like, whatever you do. And it, it helps you realize that, yes, you are still in control, but there's a level of control you don't have. And that's okay. Like, that's actually how it's supposed to be. Like, there, you cannot control everything. Can't control everything. So knowing that also adds to just being a bit more fluid. I wanted to initially tie it into something that I say, which is that life is a dance, right? I don't know how many people have actually danced before. Like actual, like to partner dance, right? Not not just like move. I know people dance. Everybody dances, but like to partner dance, something like the tango. You know what I mean? Like a dance like that. So usually in dances like that, there's a leader, right? And most of the time, the guy is a leader. Depending on the dance, I think. Do not quote me. I am not a dance specialist. So most of the time in the dance, the guy is a leader. There's somebody leading the steps to dance. So it's not that the other person doesn't know the steps to the dance. I know how the dance goes, but they know that somebody else is, that the other person is leading the dance. You understand? So like, if they try to take over the dance in a way, it's going to be ugly and weird and somebody's going to fall. And that's exactly what happens. These weird, these most awkward situations just pop up in your life, right? The most weird situations just probably pop up in your life. But I feel like that's when we try to like take the reins too much like and try to guide when we're not supposed to guide, right? Like just, it could be beautiful. Dancing is beautiful. The experience is so beautiful. But then I just didn't want to tie into that because I feel like that's kind of, feminine because in most ways in dancing the guy is the one who leads so I liked that initially I was going to start with that like I said with that um reference but I feel like guys can't relate to that they're like Christina what the fuck I what they probably can't because it's probably even feminized in the way that I say it so for the guys for the for the men that listen to my podcast I just want, so you don't have to see it as a dance because you probably won't see it as that because then I can't relate it to you because you're going to be the guider and you're going to be like, aha, I got you, bitch. But no, nigga, no. <laughs> what I will say for you is um, most of the time, hmm, let me think, well, and I, these, this 30 minutes coming up quick and I won't be done by 28 minutes. So for the guys, let me see what I can say for the guys quickly because that's many, that's many what I have to say about being fluid with life. But you see for the guys... I actually want y'all to think of it as a dance in a way because really and truly y'all were put here to truthfully guide, right? And be guiders, but y'all can't guide unless you you and yourself in a way have released your ego with life. And thinking that because you're a man or because you are a male that you have it all together, that you must have it all together, that you know exactly what to do in a way you still have to allow life for you as well to show you like what is for you and how to go about doing the things that you are supposed to do because you are supposed to lead you are supposed to guide but how can you guide if you are would you how if you don't even know how to right so i hope we went on that journey and i hope i didn't diss anybody but just but specific to the guys in terms of that way 
life is trying to show you how you are supposed to emulate it in your manliness and in you being a man, right? So in some way, I guess, you have to, to, as all of us, humble ourselves, right? And understand that there's only so much we can control. And if we come to terms with what we can control and you find that amazing balance, then... And we find it together because, again, I haven't figured it out. I haven't figured it all out, but we can find it together. And once we find that balance, I feel like everything we touch, blessings upon blessings. And it will be great. Right? So enough respect, fellas, kings and queens. <laughs> I got to start with this fellas talk. Kings and queens. I all remember today, so that I used to do a, um, when I did the outro, right? Talking about fellas and <laughs> niggas really in shit. But I'm in a place now, at this point, I'm just trying to always give love, right? Which is why I'm trying to say kings and queens, too. I find, like, I understand where Joe Biden coming from. I mean, I'm not in a place here right now against the niggas. Because I come in, I haven't been fully... I'm, I'm not in that place yet. Let's just say I'm not in that place I can still say niggas. But, um, yeah. Thanks for the love. Thanks for everything. Continue to be great. Thank you for, well, greater. And I'll wear you guys next time. Love and light.